You're listening to Kayama Community Radio. Hi there, this is Neil Riley, and I'm talking to all of my neighbours. Now, we heard from uh, Juliana before, and now we've got someone who is a neighbour as well, but a real Kayama guy. Juliana came from over the seas. Cameron Rossiter is a Kayama boy born and bred. KCR, Kayama Community Radio.org. G'day, Cameron. Hey, Neil. How are you? I'm well, thanks. I'm well. Here we are sitting on a back deck in the sun uh, in the middle of spring. It's pretty good. Tell me, Cam, what brought you to Kayama? I guess, first of all, I was born at Kayama Hospital. So, so your mother brought you? Yeah, that's right. I didn't have much choice at the start. Not that I'm complaining. Mum was born here as well to Jan and Alistair Tarbett back in 1960 and then I came along in 88. Yeah, we grew up at Kaima Heights. And now you're married and uh, you're living in a little cul-de-sac. Tell us about uh, about our neighbours. Yeah, well, man, we're so lucky. We've got a great little street community going on. We see each other out on the road most days and hang out the odd Sunday afternoon in the sun as well, which is cool. Yeah, we're just sort of lucky that we were able to move here when we did and get to know all these awesome families around the cul-de-sac. Well, that's great. Now, you live here, you have a young son, Lachlan, which would make him third-generation Kayama. (laughs) Yep. And I think in terms of age scale in the cul-de-sac, he's down the bottom there, isn't he? How old's Lockie? He is two in January. Wow. Look, tell me about Lockie's dad. What do you like to do to relax? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I love music. I'm into filmmaking as well. So into animated filmmaking and chipping away on a project for that. I've got a garage now where we can build sort of props and sets and characters and stuff like that. No one uses their garage for a car. Uh, nah, that's it. Watch one do that. <laughs> tell me about the animation that you're working on. So it's set in like a, a rock pool or a sort of chain of rock pools on the coast. There's a, a landslide and it sort of blocks off this rock pool chain from the sea. There's like hermit crabs that live in the rock pools and they've got different communities in the different pools and it's from their point of view and they're sort of trying to work out what's happened and trying to get out to the fresh water. So I guess when you're a rock crab, the world takes on a different perspective of scale. Yeah, so they've got little pets who are like sea slugs and bike racks are sort of barnacles that they can park those in. And Do they ride the sea crab? Do the sea crabs ride the uh, slugs around? <laughs> they could do. They could do. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like the slow public transport. It would be like the bullet train and then the, the slug system. Excellent. Hey, listen, I've seen some of the little caricatures that you've built, and I might take some photographs of those and uh, stick them uh, on the Kaima Community Radio webpage. Yeah, if you'd like to, for sure. Excellent. That's how you have fun and how you relax making that. What do you do for a living? Uh, so I'm a high school teacher. Oh, wow. What, what, what subject? Uh, visual arts and media arts. So like photography and film and stuff. So it dovetails nicely in with the little passion projects on the side. Excellent. What aspects of teaching do you find the most rewarding? Yeah, just being in a classroom with kids, helping them uncover their passions as well and develop their skills and find out more about them and what they're into and where they want to be after school. So it's a two-way process. You're teaching them, but you're also learning from them. Yeah, definitely. 
So we lived up in Sydney for a few years and I was, on paper, I had my dream job. I was working in a little sort of independent studio doing some editing and animating and a bit of music stuff as well. Like I said, on paper, it sort of seemed like the perfect job, but after about a year or so, I got a bit over it because it's just, you know, not that vibe in the classroom with different people. You're a solitary filmmaker doing other people's work as well, so not necessarily something that you would be excited on doing yourself. Yeah, so being in the classroom, uh, having that energy and, and working with people has been a, a great thing to be able to do again. So it's high school. What uh, age range are you looking at? Probably 12 to 18. Cool. Had my that's first uh, year 12 class this year, so that was good. Got them through. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, that's fantastic because it's such a significant year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's lots going on for them. I think when you're young, every year's a significant year. Yeah. I shouldn't say there's lots going on for them this year, unfortunately. They missed out on a bit as well. It's always an exciting time being in year 12. Do you have, like, Zoom classes or are you sort of face-to-face? Thankfully, face-to-face again now, but we did have Zoom lessons when the yeah, COVID-19 picked up earlier in the year. Yeah, which was fun at the start. A bit of novelty. I think the kids were sort of interested to see how it would go and being able to talk in the group chat and stuff like that to each other. Yeah, glad we're face-to-face. You sort of learn what, you know, what you're communicating. Yeah, it's that connection, that, that human connection. Yeah, it can't... Well, it can happen on a Zoom call, but it's not the same sort of bandwidth, is it? <laughs> <laughs> not exactly, not on the human bandwidth. Renowned Foxground artist Robin Sharp has kindly donated one of her works to be first prize in our first raffle to raise money for Kiama Community Radio. The work is oil on canvas, measuring 41 by 51 centimetres, entitled Mystery Landscape and valued at over $450. Second prize in the raffle is a $200 gift voucher to be spent at Eve, the restaurant and bar at the Siebel Harborside Kiama. Tickets are $10 each or three for $20 and can be purchased from any Kiama Community Radio member or email us at kiamacommunityradio at gmail.com. We're going to play a track now by a local band, The Vans. It's called Red Eye, and there's a bit of a language warning there for this song. I'm burning out, I'm turning down my friends tonight So fucking tired, yeah, it must be from the red eye fly Lack of sleep is killing me, but I won't resign. Wish you were here to mollify my fears. I'm sure that I'd be doing fine.
I'm Neil Riley and I'm talking to neighbour Cameron Rossiter. Uh, so you, uh, you you teach, you do a bit of animation in your spare time. Yeah. I understand, you know, the rock pool thing has uh, another significance to you as a sport. Well, I don't know whether it's a sport or a lifestyle. What, what do you call your surfing? Yeah, I don't know. It's just fun. <laughs> so, yeah, surfing and diving I'm into. It's always cool going for a dive. I normally run down to Kendall's or Surf Beach when there's no surf around and go for a dive and you sort of notice things and pick up bits and pieces that you can feedback into your creative work i know that we have the odd conversation across the road usually on garbage bin night (laughs) and we'll go out to put out our bins and it takes us about an hour because we talk about all sorts of stuff yeah and you've got a bit of an interest in some of the older cartoons yeah yeah tell me about some of them that you love well when we were kids we i don't know where we got it from but we had an old uh flasher video that we must have got from Clint's Crazy Bargains or something back in the day and it had a few Cab Calloway uh, shorts the Fleischer Brothers did uh, in collaboration so, sorry, with him. Sorry, a Fleischer video, is that a type of video? Is yeah, it so they were a New York based animation company sort of in the heyday of animation before Disney came along and it's that really old school sort of rubber bandy sort of moving like a bit Betty Boop and yeah. that, that sort of stuff. The kids are oh, a couple of years ago were right into this game called Cuphead that was like a computer game that was based on all that style. So it's had a bit of a second wave lately and they're all on YouTube now too, so it's cool to see. Do you use these things as an aid to your teaching at all? Yeah. Actually with year nine, term four, we're just about to start our animation unit, which is a fun one. 
and we look at animating on twos and ones, which is having 12 frames a second versus 24 and the sort of different feel that that can give. And we look at the history of animation and that it's sort of based in an optical illusion, getting static images to appear like they're moving fluidly. You mean cartoons aren't real? <laughs> yeah, sorry to, sorry to break it to you. So Mickey Mouse doesn't kind of live as a, as a recluse <laughs> so, somewhere on Devil Mountain. He's <laughs> in his little wheel every morning. <laughs> yeah. So with the animation of today, I mean... I kind of have a look at it and I think, well, some computer animation is just the most excellent stuff you'll ever see, but some of it just seems kind of lazy. Yeah, there's a lot of shortcuts you can do with it. There's a lot of pre-programmed motion that you can just plug in to have an arm move, you know, in a certain way or something like that that you don't really need a... Because before I started doing it too, you don't really realise that animation's an art form in itself. It's not just about getting someone to walk up to a table and pick up a glass. It's sort of communicating the state of the character, you know, keen or worried or, you know, animation's done so well, all the Disney films and stuff that we see are done so well that you can't really notice that that thought and that care's been put into it because it just comes across so naturally. So that's the true art of it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like to make it kind of natural. Yeah. Uh, animation, you could make it so unnaturally natural. Yeah, it's like even back in our day, you know, the Flintstones sort of backgrounds that were repeated and stuff. There's a lot of shortcuts that you can do if you've got time pressures and, yeah. you know, not the budget to... Do, do you know what I love? Yeah? You say back in our day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's not my day, is it? No, It's no. reruns for our Mom... day. <laughs> <laughs> Mum and Dad let me watch the cartoons once, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's good to see a little bit of insight. It's not just teaching kids how to make the cartoons, it's how to put a bit of emotional reality into them. Do you find... It's a specific type of person who likes animation. I mean, it's very precise, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Like, everyone gives it a really good go, which is great. I think it's one of those things that sounds so boring on first glance, you know? It's like, all right, kids, you know, this is a film strip and you can see all these little images and we're going to get you to take a photo or draw every one of these little squares. And it just sounds like a nightmare. It sounds like the biggest, like, job. <laughs> But um, yeah, when you start doing it and you start seeing the little character that you've made or the drawing like come to life, yeah, I don't know, something wells up in you that wants you to keep on going at it and most of the kids sort of get a sense of that too, which is great. Excellent. Well, look, uh, that's Cameron Rossiter, surfer, <laughs> uh, animator, teacher, dad. You are really a jack of all trades. Already you're a Cameron of all trades, aren't you? <laughs> Thanks, Neil. <laughs> it's great to have talked to you. Thanks so much. And the people of Kayama will benefit from your experience and uh, your view on things. Thanks a lot. Uh, thanks for having me on.
Bit of a surfy vibe there from guitar legend George Reuter. It's called Bombo Swell. Hello, I'm Candy Anderson from Kayama Community Radio. Join me every Friday for What's On in the Kayama LGA for the following week. Our purpose is to keep you updated with events and activities that will get you out and about and connecting with people and places in our fabulous area. If you have an event that you would like to tell the community about, email us on kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I look forward to having you tune in soon and perhaps making our weekly What's On your regular go-to place for keeping in touch with people, places and happenings in the Kayama LGA. You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio.